everyone. Welcome to Up All Night. I'm your host, Cindy Gilbert. And believe me, I've got a list of things that will keep you up all night. In episode one, I talked about the transition period of moving your parents into some sort of assisted living and what that looks like if you, as a daughter, have been missing in action for any amount of time. My particular missing in action looked like me living in New York City, living in Los Angeles, working very hard to make my creative dreams all come true. Episode two is about mom. Now in independent living, we have moved her sister from another state into the same complex. They're on different floors, but they do get together every day. One of their favorite things is to walk down to the corner shopping center and they seem to buy these same things over and over. Uh, Their cabinets are filled with an overabundance of uh, paper towels. Box cereal is another favorite. Uh, They're basically on their own schedule. They don't have to adhere to any of the times that the dinners are served. I think maybe you can purchase a meal ticket. Mom uh, is not a joiner, and she was happy to to have this uh, the way it is right now. She had the freedom to come and go if she was still driving. She could have done that, although we took the keys away from her, as we did her sister. Mother could have waited at the appropriate time and taken a nursing home van to the rec center, and she did that a couple times to go swimming, but she forgot her watch there one time, and she was so upset about forgetting it there that, you know, that kind of put a damper on wanting to do anything like that. Another reason that she didn't like to go down and wait for the van was because she didn't really know anyone, and I think she was embarrassed or felt uncomfortable waiting at a chair down there for something that she wasn't sure was going to come. My suggestion for our listeners is to ask your parents if there is uh, something they're uncomfortable doing by themselves or if there's anything they're confused about. You know, don't assume that they're just going to be plopped down in their new place and going to be fine. You know, don't barrage them with a lot of questions on the first day because the answer probably will be no, I'm very uncomfortable, get me the hell out of here. But, you know, over um, a, a week or two or month or to, you know, check in and see if they have any issues, if they wish they could do something that they don't know how to do, uh, because it's all new and it's not like they're 20 and excited to be out on their own. The thing is, you only have, in most cases, two parents. I was not around for my dad's situation. He was in an Alzheimer's uh, lockdown unit and there wasn't a lot of freedom there. But my mom, I had to learn as I went. And looking back, God, I wish I had just known uh, so much more in depth about uh, what I could say, what I could do. And, you know, maybe you're thinking, well, you know, a loving daughter would have already thought of all this. And, you know, I just didn't, you know, I I just didn't. And if I had another mother or a a chance to redo this whole thing, it would be done differently. Just know that if I make statements on here, it's because I learned what would have been better had During this time, I'm still living out of town, and I believe this is when mom started obsessively calling my sister in the middle of the night. You know, she was still working. It was very disruptive, and there was nothing wrong. There was no emergency. She was finally forced to just unplug her phone 
for her own sanity. And, you know, don't be afraid to do that because as long as they're safe, you know, you have to also take care of yourself. I did find out from my sister also that it's probably time to move mother out of this situation and into assisted living. Mom had <clears throat> gathered all of what she thought was her tax information, walked down to the shopping center and delivered it to accounting company, H&R Block, whatever that is. I, I don't know if that was it or not because out there's no tax service in that shopping center so we don't know what she did with her papers and all her information and all her vital numbers we we don't know you just can't do stuff like that and have it become a big mess so that was uh, another one of the things that led to us moving her into assisted living uh, the takeaway from that tax episode is Yes, allow them to think they're living independently, but don't allow them to live independently. Meaning take all financial responsibilities away from them before something goes haywire. And I can see how if there's nothing mentally wrong with them, that might not be necessary. But given the circumstances around why we felt it was necessary to put mother in here in the first place, it would have been better to take all that paperwork and keep it away from her. I see now that I had a failure of imagination um, and being a creative if I had just sat down and focused, focused on what might go wrong, uh, this whole thing could have been avoided. This chapter of the Up All Night podcast has to do with moving your parents into an assisted living and all that that entails. Future topics include, should you move home to be closer to them? Being a first-time wife and dog mother at the age of 56 during this entire journey, and just for fun, I'll go into my existential crisis. Questions or comments on anything you hear on the Up All Night podcast can be directed to me through the link in your podcast app. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining me. I look forward to our next all-nighter.